TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Sit back, light the fire, kick your shoes off, because it's time for That Paleo Show with your favorite caveman, Brett Hill. Welcome to That Paleo Show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Brett Hill, and this week I'm joined by Keith and Michelle Norris, founders and owners of Paleo FX. Very exciting. Paleo FX is an organization dedicated to three interrelated goals to create the world's best holistic health and wellness event, and we just spoke off air about how massive it is, and I can't wait to share, to inspire and empower individuals everywhere to find optimal health and to flourish, and to create a forum where ancestral health ideas can be turned into real-world practices that improve human well-being. First and foremost, it's an event. They provide their attendees with a valuable, unforgettable Paleo FX experience, and if you've seen any of this all over social media, you will know exactly what they're talking about. Their mission includes equipping attendees not just with knowledge and insights needed for great health, but also with the inspiration and support to act. Paleo FX is a forum, the largest of its kind, where the theory of ancestral health turns into the practices that allow great health to flourish. And we were just talking off-air about the fact that they're expecting 5,000 people to come along to Paleo FX this year, um, which is just phenomenal. So welcome to the show, Keith and Michelle Norris. Thank you for having us. Yes, thanks for thanks for having us on. Uh, it's really exciting. As I said, I've, I've uh, you know, admired from afar everything you've been doing with Paleo FX. And, uh, you know, it's just definitely one of those ones that's just gone onto the bucket list of I'm going to have to get across there one day and, and definitely attend, if, if not even, you know, eventually speak at something like that would be amazing. And um, so... Well done to you guys, first of all, for, for creating such a phenomenal event. You know, I said to you guys before off-air, we had our wellness summit last weekend. You know, we thought we'd done well getting 950 people there. You know, 5,000 is just a phenomenal achievement. Well, you know, it takes a, t- a little bit of time to grow your um, base, but it happens. It just, t- it just takes time. Yeah, it takes a little bit of time to get, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. to get the word out and get people uh, enthused and involved, and it, it just expands exponentially, or it did for us. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we we had our biggest ever, so maybe if we keep going for another, you know, 20 years, we might get to 5,000. Who knows? <laughs> um, but so tell us about how it all started. How did Paleo FX come about? Well, um, I'm not sure if you or your your listeners are familiar with the Ancestral Health Symposium. I know that there's a Ancestral Health Symposium yeah, that goes yeah. on over in New Zealand, so that's pretty close to you guys. Um, and so um, we were at the inaugural event in 2011 in California, and um, we were Keith was speaking, and we um, when we were leaving. We just started talking. We were on literally on the tarmac at LAX talking and just saying how there was, you know, all of that was really great because it's very sciencey. It's, um, you know, decidedly an academic conference. Ours is decidedly not. And um, we thought, you know, it's great at the, you know, that there's all this, the science and everything. We geek out on that, but our, Clients at the end of the day only want to know, you know, what do I eat and what do I lift and how do I move and when do I do both of those <laughs> just so I can be healthy. They are like, the science is great, but I don't care about it. And so we just realized there was kind of a disconnect that people needed a practical conference, you know, a kind of a hands-on type of conference to be able to um, go to, to learn how to put that theory into practice. And that's how we ended up, uh, deciding to um, bring Paleo FX along and 
We got it going in October of 2011, and we launched our first event on March 14th, 2012. So about a little less than six months. It's amazing. amazing. That's a great effort. You know, one of my favorite things I was told when I first started as a chiropractor was was a a very experienced chiropractor said to me, you know, that's what it means to be a doctor. You know, doctor means teacher. And so as a doctor, your job is to take very complex information and make it available and accessible for people so that they can use it, you know. And that's certainly what we've tried to do with our wellness summit. You know, we've tried very hard to make it very accessible for people so they can take action. And, you know, this year we even tried to make it a little bit more fun. We did some funny skits on stage and you know, did some exercises and had some competitions and all that sort of stuff. And so I think that concept of being able to bring that, um, you know, that really sometimes quite dry scientific information and make it, you know, entertaining and accessible for people and usable for people is just, is a fantastic concept. And I think it's exactly what our society needs, isn't it? Yes. It's, you know, that the backbone of science is obviously very, very important um, to the paleo, to the paleo movement. Um, But, most people will only dive in so far just because they simply don't have the time to dig in deep into the science. There's very few people who can do that or who have the interest to do that. And we just felt that the, you know, there was a, there was a void there. We wanted people to have this information. So there had to be a process by which to distill all the science down to practical takeaways. And I think we've done a good job at, at that at Paleo FX. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people are just so time poor, as you said, and, and they're also so overloaded on information you know like if you really want to go even just delve into paleo let alone all the other options that are out there um, then you could spend a lifetime reading all of the information you know you could spend a lifetime reading all of the research and 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 probably end up more confused than when you started because it's almost like the more you discover the more you realize you know there's all these different angles and aspects and options so you know providing them with some experts who can you know who can simplify that down and create a, a tangible plan of attack is really important. So tell us about your first paleo effects. Um, how did that how did it go? Well, um, our first paleo effects was um, during it, it, we made a fatal mistake. Then <laughs> we had um, we had the very first paleo effects during South by Southwest, which is a very large music conference in Austin. It's music festival and uh, it's one of the largest in the world. And so. We decided to have it during that time because we thought it would work out really well for us, and unfortunately, it did not. But uh, we had 600 attendees, so we were very pleased um, going out our first year, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was incredible. We had over 100 speakers and 600 attendees, and we had about 12 <laughs> vendors <laughs> yeah. and sponsors. So, so I would say it was a it was a foundational success and a uh, financial failure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, very fundamentally, then it's from the beginning been a very fundamental success. But yeah, for sure, a big financial failure that first year. So, you know, you live and learn. (laughs) We've done a few of those as well. That's okay. That that happens. This is how we learn, isn't it? We uh, we give it a go. But but I'll tell you what, credit to you because that's how you do learn. And that's how you do figure it out is, is, you know, you have to be willing to put yourself out there. You have to be willing to give it a go and risk that it might fail. And that's how you learn and you, and you know you can do better next time. So credit to you guys for doing it. So who spoke at the first one? Uh, well, we had Rob Wolf, Mark Sisson, Chris Kresser, Dallas and Melissa Hartwig. Um, yeah, kind we, of Just everybody. The, I mean, like, all the big names were there. Um, I can say that Rob Wolf was the first one that, uh, that signed on board. Um, mm-hmm. So we called Rob up and kind of told him what we were doing. And he said, 
and, and we asked, we, we told him that, you know, we got to get a big name, Rob, signed on right off the bat if we're ever going to get this to fly. And he said, well, you know what? I don't have any clue what you guys are doing. Sounds kind of crazy, but sign me up. I'm in. I love it. He's such a good guy, isn't he? He's a fantastic guy. He's an incredible guy. Great. Well, that's that's a pretty handy lineup for your first go. I mean, that's uh, you know, I remember when we first started recording my other podcast show, The Wellness Guys, and, and we were at, we did within our first I think dozen episodes, we had Rob Wolf and Mark Sisson on, and I was so excited. You know, I'm, I'm sort of the paleo one of the trio on that show, and so I was organising the interviews, so I managed to you know sort of lean it all a bit my way, which was great, and uh, and I was so excited to have those names, and and they're just they're such lovely people, they're such great communicators. Um, you know, it's great to get that message out there. So I'd, I'd love to hear some stories. You know, one of the things we've found with our Wellness Summit is, you know, the most inspiring thing about the Wellness Summit is not necessarily just the stories of, you know, the changes people have made having been to an event like that, but often it's then what they go on to do with that information, you know, this ripple effect that starts where people get inspired and then, you know, they go on and create their own businesses and their own blogs and their own websites and podcasts and and all sorts of stuff. So I'd love to hear some of your experiences and stories from your attendees at Paleo FX, um, both in terms of their, their personal journeys, but then perhaps also in terms of their professional journeys of, you know, what you've been able to inspire as a result of doing Paleo FX. Well, um, interesting that you say that because we had a, our, in our second year, we had a big think tank and we brought it back the following year as well to kind of everything kind of full circle and get those people that had, were there at the first think tank to um, come back to the second and kind of give us an update of where people were at. And uh, we kind of challenged the the group that was there. It was a pretty large group um, that we were speaking to. And um, we challenged them to create their own websites, create their own blogs, create their own podcasts to, you know. And at the time, I think that there might have been Okay, so the first year that we did Paleo Effects, there was one New York Times bestselling author, just one, and that was Rob. Yeah, yeah. And then now we're somewhere, we don't even, we've lost count, we're somewhere in the 30s, uh, 40, getting close to the 40s, I think, mm-hmm. on New York Times bestsellers. Pretty, I think that that's pretty incredible. But the other thing is, is that we had a handful of podcasts the first year um, maybe, maybe 10 podcasts were going on. And now, I mean, it d- we're dozens and dozens. You don't even, I, I mean, you just can't even possibly listen to them all. And so, um, that was pretty impressive. But the big thing I think that we've seen is the enormous amount of people who are getting into purposeful, in my opinion, it's purposeful business. Like they are getting into a entrepreneurship and creating a business around the health and wellness around the paleo movement that um, is coming from the need for products for our, you know, our movement and the people that are in it. And so that's one of the things that we've seen the biggest growth in is probably new companies that are offering products that are paleo and available for us that are, you know, either convenience foods or, you know, other types of products, you know, you've got what Squatty Potty and yeah. uh, Man Greats, and um, you know, we had Epic launched their company in 2014 at um, Paleo FX, and um, I'm sorry, I take that back. It was in 2013. They launched their company at, at Paleo FX in 2013, 
and, you know, just sold their company to General Mills for $320 million. Wow. So wow. That's, that tells you when, and this is the thing, there's a lot of people and you're, you're going to have a lot of people that are probably not happy about that on the podcast. But what that tells us is big, huge companies like General Mills are paying attention to what we're doing. We apparently are, you know, affecting their sales. We're affecting what's happening in their company for them to decide to get involved with Epic, buy Epic. The great thing about what's happened with Epic is that Epic hasn't like sold the company over where they don't have any control over it. They actually have creative control and managing control of that company. So that's pretty impressive. And that that speaks to what this movement is doing and what it's capable of. And so, you know, a lot of people are, were not happy about that, that General Mills bought it thinking it would, um, the quality would go down and all of that. And that's just not the case. And that's one of the things that I think we all need to put in our win column is that, you know, we have big companies like that taking a look at what we're doing and wanting to be involved because they see the power that we have. So, and just to give you a rough idea, like Michelle said, the first year of WFX, we had 12 vendors. Um, this year, we expect over 138 plus. Mm-hmm. And those vendors go through an excruciating uh, vetting process. We don't let just anybody in. They have to jump through a ton of hoops um, insofar as what their products contain, if it's a food item. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't let just anybody in and I, and we will, the space that paleo effects is in is huge and that place will sell out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went from 12 products and really that was pretty much the, the extent of paleo products at that there wasn't very many, you know, five years ago when you think about it now there's many, many products and those products are good and those products are good because they know that the, that the, community that they're selling these products to are very discriminating. They're not going to buy just anything. Um, so that, so that's huge. And also the entrepreneurial spirit, you mentioned that a little bit, that is rampant at paleo FX. These people want to change the world. This is truly a movement. You know, it's not, it, it's not just a, a ha ha festival and let's get together. This is a movement and they do want to change the world so much so that we have a spinoff event that's health entrepreneurs FX that we had, the day prior to Paleo FX, which was solely about entrepreneurship and changing the world and doing that from an ethical base. And it's not just about the bottom line. It's not just about making profit, but it is about changing the world in a positive way. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that we find with our the entrepreneurs and the people that are at Paleo FX, some our attendees, is that they want to do business and, yeah, making money is great, but the bottom line for them is actually – what are they doing to contribute to changing the world and changing people's lives and having a purpose to what they do? And so I, we're seeing that in spades. And our Health Entrepreneur FX, that was our inaugural event, and it sold out and it had a waiting list. So we are definitely going to be bringing that back. And I just believe that you know it's just a, a great thing for us to continue to promote and help and and help encourage that type of business because the more of those we have in the world, the better the world will be. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. I love that. Um, now, you mentioned something halfway through and you guys both kind of had a little bit of a chuckle when you said it. So, I, I need to ask, what's a man great? Oh, man great <laughs> I'm kind of scared to ask. 
<laughs> man grate they're actually they you put them um they're iron they're cast iron grates that you put on your um grill and they conduct the heat better and you uh, you have uh it's a healthier way to do you know put um to grill your meat if you're gonna uh, if you're gonna uh, grill so I'm cast just, iron just, really retains heat very very well and these things are heavy and they're yeah. way heavy and they you can make some fantastic steaks mm -hmm. on these things Oh, per I'm oh. so glad you said that because, you know, you mentioned it in the same sentence as Squatty Potty and I, I was in my head trying to figure out what this man grate was for and what you were doing with it and I, I, just, I just couldn't get my head around it. So I'm glad you clarified that for me. Um, now, obviously, you guys will have seen a change in Palio over the time that you've been doing uh, Palio FX. Uh, you know, it's been a number of years now. Uh, a change in, I guess, the message people are sharing, a change in how people are utilizing Palio. What have you noticed have been the trends in Palio over that time? Well, you know, we had the, um, the big controversy a few years ago over, you know, safe starches. And we've seen, we've seen the whole movement shift to a more... Our, our belief is that you just don't let the perfect get in the way of the good that you, every time that you can make a better choice, that's, and, and you can help somebody give them options to make a better choice. That's the best way for them to move forward and become more and more successful with, you know, their health, their nutrients, um, all of that type of thing. So our belief is that. And so, um, you know, just moving forward, we've seen people shift from this really staunch, almost dogmatic type of paleo to realizing that there are millions of different paleo diets. It's a template and that's it. And it's a starting point where someone can get control of their health and start really seeing what is the most optimum diet for themselves? Because my paleo diet is completely different from Keith's. Um, Keith is able to eat starches very w well and he works out six days a week and I'm lucky if I get in the gym twice a week, but I just don't do well with starches and it's okay. It's what works for him and what works for me. And so it's all that N equals one experience that I've seen a big, huge shift in the last few years of where people are not so staunch in about the way that they, it's, it's not just about okay, you can't eat this, you can't eat that, you can't do all of these things. It's what is it that works for you and not just what makes you healthy, but happiness plays a part in that. And if you are not a happy person or you feel like you're being deprived of something that you really enjoy, then you, figuring out how to have that in your life on an ongoing basis where you are still healthy and you are still happy, that's, that's a better option than somebody that just cuts everything out and is miserable and unhappy. And, um, but, oh, great, I have my health. But if you don't have happiness along with your health, then I don't say you truly have health. And I would totally agree with what Michelle said. I, I would also say one of the biggest changes that I have seen is the inclusion of biohacking within the paleo community and the acceptance of, of biohacking within the paleo community. The idea that we can leverage some 21st century technologies to achieve better health, um, especially in the environment we find ourselves in, which is, it's a battle. So there are some 21st century technologies that we can utilize um, to make us healthier human beings. And I think, you know, early on within the paleo movement, that was 
that was frowned upon. Um, but now it's totally accepted, and I think people get that. And that kind of goes along with the idea that paleo itself is a template and you know, not a, a set of iron cast rules. Nor, I, nor is it a reenactment. Nor is it a reenactment. And I also think, too, that people are starting to see paleo is a big umbrella idea. So it's not just diet. It's, it encompasses um, strength and conditioning. It can, uh, encompasses lifestyle. It encompasses spirituality. It encompasses and sustainability. So we have the tagline at Paleo FX. At Paleo FX is about soul and sustainability. And that's really what it comes down to. Sustainability of the planet, sustainability of your own person, and, and soul. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, how, how you feel, how you live, how you affect others, how others affect you. Um, what mark you're leaving on the world. All of these are now very important uh, markers of the paleo movement. And actually our new tagline is soul and sustainability backed by science. So, you know, we completely believe in that. And like Keith said, we're, we've seen this massive shift of people realizing that all of these things encompass health. And um, so it's interesting. There's a lot of people that will ask me, what is paleo? And my response is always, we just remove toxins from our life. And that means every kind of toxin there is. So it's toxins in your food, toxins in your, you know, cleaning supplies, things that you put on your body, those type of things. But I also would say that that is toxic people as well and toxic situations. And um, that all of that encompasses this lifestyle. Yeah, perfect. I don't know if you guys have come across uh, Dr. James Chestnut. He's a Canadian chiropractor. And, uh, and he speaks on some of these topics. And he always talks about, you know, just it's just giving your body everything it needs and none of what it doesn't. And, and you know, it's just such a simple concept, but it just works beautifully. And uh, I tell you, if you haven't had him at Paleo FX, he'd be a great speaker. He's a legend. So um, you'll have to check him out. Um, but, you know, you guys mentioned your own unique lifestyles. Uh, you know, you two are, are different. Um, you know, you don't do the same stuff. So I think people would love to hear a little bit about how that works in your household. You know, what happens at breakfast time? What happens at dinner time? If, if you're individualizing in that way, how do you make that work for you guys? Well, what happens is we generally, if Keith wants, needs, I should say needs, because it is about listening to your body and what it needs and what it, what the, what it wants. And uh, so when he needs starches and everything, we throw, you know, a sweet potato in the oven, bake it and add it to the dinner. And the remaining dinner is usually, you know, protein and some type of, um, you know, complex carbohydrate vegetables. Um, And that's, that's really it. And so I partake in those, he partakes in those, and then he'll have himself a sweet potato. You know, it's kind of it's kind of weird because we've been doing this for so so long and for so long successfully. I'm kind of scratching my head and going, "How do we pull this off?" But, <laughs> um, so I have to go back and think about it. But I mean, we just, you know, it starts from shopping, and you know, we we buy the goods that we eat, and we know what meals can work for both of us. Um, I am. Um, very good at eating leftovers so I can piece together, you know, things that, uh, things that I need. I, I, um, I work away a lot of times, but, um, we own gyms here in Austin as well. So I, I personal train. Um, yeah, yeah I don't know. We just make it work. It's, it's really not that difficult. No. And, and, and again, I'm scratching my head going, okay, how, how do we make this work? Because I haven't thought about it in so long. 
Well, yeah. the other thing is too, is that when Keith needs, like he needs a lot more calories obviously than I do as well. So he just adds more fat. He'll add, you know, um, grass fed butter, he'll add coconut oil, whatever he needs extra stuff to his meals to make it that work. Um, we also do, you know, we are involved in, um, ID life and we, he does shakes with ID life as well. So he just adds whatever he needs to that. So I think anybody can make it work. Any couple can make it work. It just, you know, it's kind of like anything else. It takes you a couple of weeks to get up and running. Um, it, but you, you, you figure out a method and you find a way. And if you, you know, if you're true to it, it it'll work out. Um, and we do eat pretty diverse within a paleo template. You know, we do eat a pretty diverse diet or, or uh, uh, separate from one another, I can mm -hmm. say. But we still have meals together. It still works. We we go out to eat quite often. We make that work and we can order. And, you know, if we're out with people who aren't necessarily paleo or they don't follow a strict paleo diet, they would generally not even know that we're ordering any different. Yeah, well, it's yeah. a perfect well, metaphor for paleo in general and, and life in general, really, isn't it? That, you know, when you first go to make those changes, and for a lot of people, when they first start paleo, it does seem really daunting. You know, it seems really hard, and there's a lot of rules of you can do this, you can't do that, you you know, you've got to do this. And so, you know, when you first start, it seems really difficult. But one of the beauties, I guess, of paleo is that once you do get into it, and once you do get started, you realize that actually it's it's so simple and that yeah. it's just simplifying your life. You know, like how hard is meat and three veg? You know, like it's yeah. it, it can be just so, so simple and it's just a matter of habit. And very often these new habits, once you get used to them, they're actually easier than your old habits. They just seem harder at first because it's a change. It's different to what you used to. It's just one step at a time. You know, for people who are, who are not ready to, you know, jump in this with both feet, um, it's, it's simple, simple changes one after another, for instance, just removing sugar from your diet, mm -hmm. right? Step number one, okay. step number two, start to remove breads from your diet and, and you just, you know, you get little wins with these, with these little steps and they build up and they build up and you, they build up. And as you get each win under your belt, you go on to the next step. And before you know it, you know, after a few weeks, you're eating 80% paleo. Mm -hmm. And you just build upon that, and it you know it boils down to personality types. I train people who, who will go um, you know all in. I just want to know I'm going to go all in. I'm going to clean out my cabinets. I'm going to do all of that. That's one personality type. They're rare, <laughs> but that that <laughs> is a rare. personality type. Most of the people that I work with are the one step at a time type of person, and that's and that's fine. You've got a lifetime to pull this off. Yeah, you do totally. have a lifetime. You're so totally speaking my language. You know, my, my first book was called How to Eat an Elephant. And it was just all about doing it one bite at a time, you know, chunking yeah. it down to small chunks, making it really easy, making it accessible, setting yourself up to win, you know, so that so that you, you have success along the way. You make it so easy for yourself that you succeed and then it makes it easier to take the next step and the next step and the next step. And that's really what we're talking about because we're talking about a lifestyle. You know, we're not talking about a eight-week program or a 12 weeks to get into your bikini. It's it's yeah. a lifestyle for the rest of your life. And so you've got time. You just need to take it bit by bit and do it right. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely agree.
Beautiful. So guys, we're almost out of time already, but I really want to talk to you guys about Paleo FX TV um, because that's really exciting, particularly, you know, much of our audience will be Australian audiences and, uh, you know, as much as, as I said, I, lo- I definitely love to get over to Paleo FX and I will do that one year. It's, uh, you know, it's a tricky thing to get over there. It's, it can be an expensive thing to get over there for Aussies. You know, I may not be able to get there every year, uh, but Paleo FX TV sounds like a, an awesome solution for those people. Yes, it is. And so Paleo FX TV is our paleo version of Netflix. And so if you want, um, Keith always says, if you want to get a PhD in paleo, this is the way to do it because we have um, all of the video that we have accumulated over the years is going to be available on Paleo FX TV. We roll out new videos each week and it's a subscription service, just like kind of like a Netflix. And um, we're going to be the BBC of, of uh, paleo. So um, we're crossing all kinds of uh, boundaries here in Mexican yeah. metaphors. So, <laughs> so yeah. but that's, those are the different things that we, uh, it's, it's just trying to really make sure that this, this information is accessible, particularly to people who can't get to Paleo FX. Yeah. And will, will there be anything on that, uh, I guess, content that's not necessarily directly from Paleo FX or with the other interviews and stuff like that? Or is it all stuff that's been presented on the stage at Paleo FX? Um, it's mostly what's been presented on the stages at Pale Effects, but yes, there are some interviews and everything. We'll be putting those together um, in the coming year. That's really exciting. That's awesome. Um, I will put a link to the Paleo FX and to Paleo FX TV um, in the show notes of this episode. So if people are listening in, if they want to you know, head to the website or iTunes and have a look at the show notes, they'll be able to see the links there um, to go through and, and sign up for the Netflix of Paleo. I love that tagline. That's great because you know Netflix is great and there's some good stuff on there. I'm, I'm, I've just got queued up an Anthony Robbins uh, uh, documentary that I'm very keen to watch in the next week or two. Yes. I'm very excited about <laughs> Yeah, it's a great it's documentary. awesome documentary. <laughs> I, don't, I keep getting told how good it is, so I'm, I'm definitely going to I'm going to watch it in the next couple of weeks. But but you know, but but having one that's just all about paleo and you know is even more exciting. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to have to definitely sign up for that. So um, you know, if people want to find out more about you guys, though, obviously they can head to your website paleofx.com. They can find out all about paleo FX. They can find out all about paleo FX TV. They can find out all about your health entrepreneurs program, which is exciting as well. Um, on social media, they can find you Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Paleo FX. Um, they can also find you guys individually. So uh, Keith is on Instagram as Theory to Practice, um, and he's on. Hang on, let me get this right. No, sorry. And Michelle is on Instagram as Eclectic Kitchen Evolved, um, and then Michelle is also on Twitter at PFX Michelle. And Keith, are you? Yes. And Keith is on Twitter at Keith Norris. So all the social medias are there. You can get your absolute fill of these guys. I know you're going to want to find out more about them, having heard all about them on this episode. Um, guys, just once again, congratulations for what you've achieved with Paleo FX. It's an absolute phenomena. Um, you know, the amount of information you're sharing, the quality of the information you're sharing, the fact that you're impacting 5,000 people this year and, you know, the ripple effect that that is going to have on people's lives all over America and all over the world is just phenomenal. Um, so, well done, guys. You should be so proud of yourselves. Thank, Thank you. you very much. And I would love to see uh, a thousand of that 5,000 be Aussies. That's right. <laughs> that'd be great, wouldn't it? I tell you what, can they handle yeah. it? Can you handle it? Are you ready to party with a thousand Aussies? Oh, that'd hey. be, you know, oh, oh, I am. would love it. Because, <laughs> you know, we, we needed, like, I need a dance floor over there. You know, we've got we to have some fun. So, 
Yeah. Sounds I promise good. you would create it, but I would just be so excited just to listen to your voices all day. Yep. <laughs> I can do that. I can bring my voice over with me. That's okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. It's been great fun. Totally informative. Um, hopefully, I'll uh, hopefully I'll see you at Paleo FX this year. Yes, please. Yep, please and do. our dates are May nineteenth through the twenty first of two thousand seventeen here in Austin, Texas. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. So until next week, join the conversation on Facebook. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Join our newsletter list at thatpaleoshow.com and let's help grow the paleo tribe worldwide. Join us next week on That Paleo Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.